Today is June the 30th. Why did the 11 disciples pick another? Let's find out together as we study Acts chapter 1. Today as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Acts chapter 1. We've left the Gospels now. We're going into the history of the early church. In Acts chapter 1, the first thing we see is the ascension of Jesus. Now the other Gospels put this at the end of their Gospels. But Luke knew that he was writing uh, two volumes. He was writing the story of Jesus' life and then the story of the early life of the church. In doing that, he knew that the ascension of Jesus and Jesus' parting words had much more to do with the history of the early church. So Jesus, in chapter 1, the first eight verses, gives instructions to his disciples. In those instructions, he further expands Luke chapter 24, 49. In 24, 49, Jesus says to the disciples, Wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit has come on you. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he says, You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And then you'll be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now this divides the book of Acts into several sections. Two sections, basically. First, Judea, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. Chapters 1 to 12 and chapters 13 to 28. Jesus then ascends into heaven. Two white-robed men suddenly appear with the disciples and say, Why are you standing here? Get about it. <laughs> so they do. They go back to Jerusalem. Now, this took place 10 days after the resurrection. Uh, at Pentecost, 40 days later, uh, 50 days after the resurrection, we see the coming of the Holy Spirit that takes place in chapter 2. In the meantime, the 11 disciples who are left look at themselves and they say, well, Judas has killed himself. In the Gospels, it says that he hanged himself. Here in the book of Acts, it says that he fell headfirst in uh, the field of blood. His body split open, spilling out all his intestines. That gory detail traditionally is understood as Judas hung himself secretly. They eventually found his body. By the time they came on his body, it was bloated. They cut him down and his body burst. Um, doesn't really matter. What matters is Judas is now dead. But the disciples do something interesting. They decide that they need to name a 12th disciple. Jesus picked the 12 disciples. Now the 11 who are left are going to name another disciple. When they do that, Peter says, we're doing this because of Psalm 
109, verse 8. If we start all the way back in verse 6, get an evil person to turn against him. Send an accuser to bring him to trial. When his case comes up for judgment, let him be pronounced guilty. Let his prayers be counted as sins. Now they took this to refer to Jesus, Jesus' trial and unjust condemnation. But coming back to the accuser, verse 8, let his years be few, let someone else take his position. Peter says, because of that, we need to select someone to take Judas's position. But why the interest in having 12 disciples instead of just 11? It well may be because of Matthew chapter 19, verse 28. There, Jesus tells the disciples, I assure you that when the world is made new and the Son of Man sits upon his glorious throne, you who have been my followers will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus himself said, there will be 12 of you to judge the tribes of Israel. But Jesus says, those of you who are my followers. So the disciples said, we've got to look among ourselves to find those who were Jesus' followers from the very beginning and select one. They look at all of the candidates. They decide on choosing between someone named Matthias and someone whose name was Joseph, also called Barsabbas. Barsabbas, of course, means the son of Sabbath. Later on, in Acts chapter 13, when the church sent two prophets to the church at Antioch, they sent Judas, son of Barsabbas, and Silas. Could well be that Joseph and Judas were actually brothers, both sons of the father Sabbas. No matter what, they chose Matthias, and we never hear of him again. <laughs> God later chose Paul, who historically has been recognized as the one to take Judas's place. For the time being, it's enough to recognize the reality of Acts chapter 1, verse 14. They all met together, and they were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. All of these figures come back to play an important part in the history of the early church. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope. Com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, what happened at Pentecost?